Welcome to Spread-Led Life with HMI. Stay tuned for an anointed word by Pastor Dion Hockey. We hope this session builds your faith. Enjoy. Greetings in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. My name is Pastor Dion Hockey, and I'm again so privileged and honored to come and share the wonderful good news of Jesus with you today. I am on the subject of teaching on what is a Christian. And for the last two weeks, I've been showing you in comparison that we can be like Jesus. Remember, the word Christian means to be Christ-like. And so I showed you from a couple of verses um, uh, out of the scriptures that we can be like Jesus. Remember, the Bible says in the book of John, it says that as he is, so are we. As he is, so are we. And uh, I'm not going to do a whole recap. I just want to remind you, Jesus was in God. God was in Jesus. You and I, through salvation, we come in God. God comes in us. Jesus is love. When we receive Jesus, we have the same agape love of Christ inside of us. Amen. And so uh, as he is, so are we. We can be just like Jesus. Let's open up in prayer and I will get straight into the word and give you wonderful scriptures to prove that we can do the works of Jesus. Father, we thank you again today for the message of the uh, for the message of the power of the word and I pray for revelation and understanding to come upon your children to come upon the watchers the viewers uh, that are listening and seeing this message father I pray that God a, a deeper hunger for you will arise in our hearts and Lord that revival will come to the church in Jesus name I pray father that we will not be churchgoers but that we will be active Christians in the mighty name of Jesus. And those who believe with me say, Amen. And I'm going to have a drink of water. And I just want to say, God bless you guys. All right. We ended last week in the book of Matthew chapter 3. And I want to go right there immediately. In Matthew chapter 3 verse 13 says, Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and you are coming to me. But Jesus answered and said to him, Permit it to be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water. So we ended off last week by saying that Jesus, as a fully grown man, went to the river Jordan where John the Baptist was, and John baptized him by full immersion. Now remember the word baptism comes from the Greek word, Greek word baptismo, which means to be fully immersed. It means to be dunked. It means to be pickled, <laughs> to be pickled. You know, when you take, um, uh, when you take something and you lay it in, in that vinegar for a long time, you pickle it. It's lying in full immersion. That's what the word baptismo means. And so we need to do the same. Jesus was baptized by full immersion. And as he is, so are we. So I told you in Matthew chapter 18, where Jesus, uh, uh, sorry, Matthew chapter 19, uh, 28 verse 19, Jesus said that we are to go and make disciples of all the nations, that we are to baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and of the Holy Spirit. So it is your responsibility and my responsibility to, number one, go and make disciples, proclaim the good news, win souls, be witnesses for Jesus. 
when we have got somebody to confess the Lord and believe in the Lord, it is now our responsibility to get them baptized, to get them uh, uh, in the water so that they could fulfill the Great Commission. Not only are we to go and bring the message and tell people, but our, we ourselves, if you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you are truly born again and saved, the second step to obedience to what God has told us to do is to go through water baptism. You ought to be water baptized, just like Jesus was water baptized. Remember, Jesus came and he set the example for us to follow. Jesus set that example, and we are to follow after Jesus. Can you hear what I'm saying? I'm not coming against churches. I just want you to understand, we're not following a church doctrine or a denomination. We are following Jesus. And if Jesus was water baptized as a fully grown man, then you and I need to be water baptized after you and I have received salvation and we understand what salvation is all about. Okay? So remember, as He is, so are we. Now, let's read on verse 16. When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. The Holy Spirit came upon Jesus, and he received the baptism, the, the infilling of the Holy Spirit. He was now empowered by God to fulfill his destiny and his calling. Amen. Jesus was water baptized, and then the Holy Spirit came upon him, and he was empowered. Now, what does Acts chapter 1 verse 8 say? Jesus comes in Acts chapter 1 verse 8 and he says the same. He says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the othermost parts of the earth. Now, why is it important to receive power? Now, listen, before... Jesus was water baptized by John the Baptist. There are three times the Bible speaks of Jesus. Number one, when he was a baby. When Jesus was born, the Bible speaks clearer, clearly about Jesus. Alrighty. Then the Bible speaks uh, of Jesus when he was 12 years old. 12 years old, how he went to the synagogue uh, at the feast of, in, in Jerusalem. And, uh, you know, he was uh, in the synagogue and mom and dad uh, uh, presumed that he was with the family for three days. He wasn't even with them. Uh, they'd already left the feast. They came back and they found Jesus sitting with the Pharisees. And they said, son, where have you been? And he said, do you not know that I must be about my father's business? So Jesus already was about his father's business. That's the Bible. The Bible only speaks about when Jesus was a baby and when Jesus was 12. The next time the Bible speaks is when Jesus is 30 years old and when he went to John the Baptist to be water baptized, to receive the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, this is important. Nowhere from the birth of Jesus until the age of 30 did Jesus perform any miracles. Nowhere did Jesus preach the gospel. Nowhere did Jesus do anything. Only after that he was water baptized and after that the Holy Spirit came upon him did he go and begin to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, what does this mean that the Holy Spirit came upon him? 
The answer is simple. He became the anointed one. We talk about Jesus, the anointed one. But my question is, how did Jesus get anointed? He got anointed after that the Holy Spirit came upon him. He was empowered. He, he received this ability to go and proclaim the good news with the miracle signs and wonders that followed him. Why? The empowerment of the Holy Spirit is a tool that God gave Jesus to convince the people or the Jewish nation who he was. That, that's why he received the power. He was, he was to prove the word that he was preaching was real by bringing demonstration of the power now you and i are the same remember my teaching christian christian to be christ-like to be like jesus now it's no good that we just walk about talk you know walk around and we talk about jesus but we cannot prove that what we believe in is real this is what dead religion is. Dead religion just talks about something but cannot prove that it is real. But Christianity is when we talk about Jesus and we can prove that Jesus is real. How? By the signs that should be following us. That's why Jesus said in John fourteen twelve, He said, if you believe in me, the works that I do, you will do also. And greater works than these you will do because I go to my Father. You can do the greater works. You can do the same works that Jesus did. And Jesus did the works because he received the power, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now Jesus says to us that you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will do the same miracles. You will be a witness for Jesus. Amen. So Jesus is the anointed one. Jesus was water baptized. We get water baptized. Jesus receives the, the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now you and I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Jesus is the anointed one. Listen to this verse. 1 John chapter 2 verse 20. 1 John chapter 2 verse 20 says the following. I love this. But you have an anointing one from you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. Hallelujah. Did you hear what, what he's saying? You have an anointing. You have an anointing. I have an anointing. You have an anointing. How did I get the anointing? When you and I received Christ as our Savior and we received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you have received an anointing from the Holy One. And he says, and you know all things. Watch verse 27. This is a mind-blowing verse. Verse 27 says, but the anointing which you have received from him abides in you. And you do not need that anyone teach you, but as the same anointing, anointing teaches you concerning all things and is true and is not a lie and just as it has taught you you will abide in him the good news today is that after you've received christ as your savior you've been water baptized you received the baptism of the holy spirit you too have become anointed you have an anointing and the anointing is the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. And now he says the anointing will teach you concerning everything. There is no greater teacher than the Holy Spirit. 
can I get an amen? The Holy Spirit is there to teach you. Now, a lot of people take this scripture out of context and they say, well, that means I can just run off and go and do my thing and I don't have to go and study. No, the Bible says study. And uh, uh, go to Bible college. Go to a Bible study. Learn the word. Get knowledge concerning the things of God. But I will say this, there are certain things that the Bible college cannot teach you because it can only be applied practically. And when you are in the field and you are working for God, that which you have learned in Bible school, yes, it is a scriptural foundation, but it takes faith to release that, that, that power to see that scripture come into fulfillment. Now, there's nobody who can teach you as the Holy Spirit will teach you when you are in the field. I remember many years ago. When I just started, uh, you know, I got saved on a Sunday morning, baptized with the Holy Spirit on Sunday night, and planted my first church on a Wednesday, three days after I got saved. You know, it is just something wonderful that God did within my life. And I remember the first time I preached, I preached John 3, uh, chapter 3, where Jesus said, you must be born again to Nicodemus. And that was a revelation to me. And I preached this, Mark chapter 16, I preached, these signs will follow those who believe in my name they will cast out demons in my name they will speak with new tongues and they will lay hands on the sick and so forth so that's what i preached my very first sermon but i didn't even go to bible college i just got saved sunday and i started preaching wednesday i didn't even have a bible honestly and i just started preaching on something i had no knowledge of but I remember that night when I was praying and there was a man that they brought in. Uh, uh, sorry, it was a lady that they brought in who had broken her leg at the age of 74. She had broken her leg that the bone was protruding out of the skin. And I just remember on Sunday when I was in church, the man laid hands on people who were blind and crippled in wheelchairs and God healed them. And I thought to myself, well, listen, if God can use that guy, he can use me because Jesus said these signs will follow those who believe. And I said, Jesus, I believe in you and I believe that you can use me. And I just went and laid hands on this lady with a broken leg and she was 74 years old in agony and screaming with pain and I prayed for her and that bone just pushed back under the skin. God gave her new skin. He mended the bone and she jumped up running around and she was completely healed. Hallelujah. Completely healed. God did a miracle right there. Three days old when I was in Jesus. Just three days old and i didn't know the scripture i didn't know nothing i just knew that jesus said these signs will follow those believe and i believed and then i made an altar call and 400 people gave their hearts to jesus isn't that wonderful 400 people raised their hands and said i want this jesus that you are teaching us about or talking about and i didn't even know so much about god but the Holy Spirit is your best teacher because now the sick people started coming to me and they were lining up and I was just laying hands on people because there were so many people. I just prayed in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And people would be falling out. I didn't even know why people were falling out, but they were falling out. And then something miraculous happened. I'll never forget that very first sermon I ever preached. And I prayed for a lady and she fell out under the power of God. 
and she began to uh, foam in her mouth and she began to go like a you know with her body all over the ground and and uh, she was screaming and her eyes rolled back in her head and uh, there was this funny noise coming out of her she is doing all of these things and I looked at that and I said what is this I don't know what it is and then one of the pastors that was in the church came to me and said, that's a demon. Now remember, I'm three days old in Jesus. I said, that's a what? He said, that's a demon. I said, what's a demon? I hadn't even heard of what a demon is. And he said, it's the devil. It's the devil. And I said, what do I do with this thing? I have no idea what to do with this thing. And then the word came to me that says, these signs will follow those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons. In my name, they will cast out demons. So I said to the Lord, three days old in Jesus, I said, God, what must I do with this demon? And I heard. Now, here's the, here's the key to the scripture, okay? He will teach you all things. The Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, put your hands on her head and tell that demon to come out. I was so scared. I thought, if I put my hands on this, on this, on this woman, this, this demon's going to bite me. You know, I was, so, <laughs> I was so afraid of this thing. But the Bible says, you will cast it out in the name of Jesus. So I said, Lord, what must I do? And he said, put your hand on her head and tell the demon to come out. So I ever so gently knelt down and she was, she was going on the ground. And I put my hand on her head and I said, you demon in the name of Jesus, come out. And she went, and she just fell back and she looked lifeless and I thought oh no I thought she's died she's dead but thank goodness she just woke up you know or she came to she looked at me and everybody looked at me and she said to me something is happening with me and her heart was pounding so hard in her chest and then God again spoke to me and he said he said she's got more than one demon I said more than one demon I didn't know you can have so many demons and but I was so brave now because I I'd felt the power of God I felt the anointing and so I put my hand on her head and I said, all you demons in the name of Jesus, come out of her. There was this boldness. There was this, this uh, fire inside of me. And I looked her in the eyes and I said, you demon, come out in the name of Jesus. And from her stomach, you heard all these demons. They came out. They came out of her mouth and they went down the, uh, the listen, the building. Uh, there was a long aisle in the back door. And from the front, you could hear the voice coming and out and down the aisle and out of the back of the church as those demons ran away. And that woman got gloriously saved and gloriously delivered by the power of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And I tell you what, I would not have known how to do that had I not had the baptism of the Holy Spirit to guide me and to teach me all truths. Amen. The Bible school can tell you to lay hands. The Bible school can tell you, you know, how to, how to pray. But if you do not physically go out and apply it, you're never going to learn. You're never going to experience the wonderful power of God. Amen. So my teaching today, again, is what is a Christian? What is a Christian? As he is, so are we. We are to be Christ-like. Can you say Amen. Jesus cast out devils by the hundreds. The Bible is full of it. You cannot deny that there is something called the deliverance. There is something called the casting out of devils. Amen. Some people come to me and they say, Oh, brother, that is just a ministry of the past. It doesn't 
apply to us today anymore. What's the matter with you? Do you think that Jesus is not the same yesterday, today and forever? Jesus cast out the devil. The devil was real in the days of Jesus. Jesus today is alive and as real as he was in the Bible times. And if that is true, so is the devil. The devil is also still real. The devil still has demons operating today. But praise God, we have the name of Jesus, which is above every other name. And we have the blood of Jesus. And we can cast out those demons by the authority given to us. As he is, so are we. Friend, look at me. You have an anointing. I have an anointing. We received it from the Holy Spirit when he came upon us and he empowered us. Amen. Isn't that good news? Some people say, I have the Holy Spirit. I say, how do you know that? They say, because I've invited Jesus into my heart, so I have the Holy Spirit. I said, yes, that is salvation. You've received the Holy Spirit through salvation, but you have not yet been empowered by the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, He empowers you. When the Holy Spirit comes in you, that is through salvation. Yes, He, he lives in you. You are saved. You'll go to heaven. But we don't want just to be saved and go to heaven. I want the power. I want the glory. I want to operate in the supernatural. And so when I receive the, when the Holy Spirit has come upon me, I receive the very same anointing that is upon Jesus. I and you receive that same anointing. Come on, somebody. This is good news I'm sharing with you today. The same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead is the same Spirit that now dwells inside of you and I. The same Spirit that rested upon Jesus when He was baptized by John the Baptist, it is the same Holy Spirit that rests upon you and I as well in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So I want to I wanna, uh, show you again what the word Christian means. Christian means to be Christ-like. Somebody says, I cannot be like Christ. And remember, the devil doesn't want you to have this revelation because he doesn't want you to operate in the glory and the power of God. He wants, he wants you just to sit quietly in the church pew, mind your own business, you know, maybe read your Bible and then go home. But he doesn't want you to be on fire. He doesn't want you to go out and preach the gospel. Remember, so that's why the devil is hiding this truth away from many ministers. Many ministers are not preaching the truth. They'll just preach around the truth, but they won't give you the full truth. But I'm giving you the truth today that you can be like Jesus. God is in Jesus. Jesus is in God. You and I receive salvation. God is in us and we are in God. Jesus is love. We receive Jesus, so we have that same love. Can you say amen? Jesus has boldness. You and I receive boldness. As he is, so are we. Jesus was water baptized by full immersion. You and I are water baptized by full immersion. The Holy Spirit came upon Jesus. You and I receive, Acts 1.8, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Jesus is the anointed one because he received the baptism. Now I'm giving you good news. You and I also have an anointing because of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. This word applies to you and to me. Mark chapter 16, verse 17. Come on, I'm closing with this. Mark 16, 17 says, And these signs will follow those who believe. Mark 16, 17. These signs will follow those who believe. Are you a believer? If you are walking, signs should follow you. 
You mustn't be walking after signs. Signs must be following you. What's the first sign? What's the first sign of a believer? He says, in the name of Jesus, in my name, Jesus said, he who believes will cast out devils. That's the first sign that you have the power of God on your life. You will cast out devils. Number two, you will speak with new tongues. Another sign that you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You will speak with new tongues. He says, if you take up anything deadly, uh, it will uh, 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 not harm you. If you drink uh, anything deadly, it will not harm you. And then he says, and they will lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. There's another sign that you have the power when you lay hands on the sick and God heals the sick. That's how you know you are now walking in the footsteps of Jesus. As he is, so are we. If you say, Brother Dion, would you pray for me? I hear you preaching. I want to be like Jesus. I, I, I want to do the works of Jesus, but I know my life is not right. And if I should die today, I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. Please, Dion, pray for me that I can receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. If you would like that and you want to give your heart to Jesus, then pray this prayer after me. Would you do that? Close your eyes and say, Heavenly Father, I come to you today just as I am. I confess that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. Wash me in your blood and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that God raised Jesus from the dead. Lord Jesus, I ask you, please come and live in my heart. I receive you right now as my God and Savior. And I believe today that I am born again. I am saved and I have become your child. My name is written in the Lamb's book of life. If I die, I'm not going to go to hell. I am going to heaven. I'm going to go to heaven. I thank you, Father, for saving me today. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer with us, we are so proud of you. We are so grateful that you have given your life to Jesus. I want to recommend that you go to a church. Get involved in the church activities. Begin to read your Bible. Pray to God the Father in the name of Jesus. Get water baptized. Receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And live your Christian life to its fullest. I'll continue t teaching on this subject next week. As I take you deeper into the Word of God. To prove to you that we are Christians. Remember to follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Telegram. You can follow us on uh, YouTube. There are so many platforms where you can follow us um, every day and get teachings. Remember our website, www.dionhockey.org. There are more teachings available for you there. Uh, and you can also partner up with our ministry if you like to do that. Remember, www.dionhockey.org. Hey, we love you so very much. And uh, I'm believing for revival to come to you, to your family, to your church, to your community. May the name of Jesus be exalted. May the name of Jesus be glorified every day. We love you so much. And remember, Jesus loves you more. 
Bye-bye. You can make a difference by partnering with us, a ministry with a heart for the lost. You can sow or partner by visiting our website, dionhockey.org. You will also receive exclusive content from the ministry as a thank you from Pastor Dion Hockey. Remember to subscribe and follow our social media pages for updates, sermons, and more information about the ministry. Thank you for listening and see you next time.